What is this about? What does that matter? Welcome to Game On, a podcast about gaming and other geek culture topics from a queer perspective. I am your host, Mark Waters, and with us is Stephen H. Garcia. Why, hello. You're wearing a panda shirt, and he's throwing up. And pooping. And pooping sparkly... Cosmos. Cosmo. Oh, so I see it's a themed t-shirt for today's discussion. All right. <laughs> and our third co-host, Adam. Hi, friends. Who's, who's looking great in black. Yeah, I don't, have, I don't have any barfing pandas. <laughs> Or pooping pandas, for that matter. <laughs> Good. Uh, so let's just dig right in. We're about a week behind, but it's because we wanted to wait for uh, Avengers Infinity War to come yes. out so we could talk all about it. Grr. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, warning now. This episode will be fairly spoilery. When we get to that part. When we get to that part. But before that, we're going to talk about what we're currently playing. Press start to play. So, Adam, why don't you start? You haven't started in a while. So. Sure. Okay. Um, I have a new game. What? Ooh. Yeah. Well, first of all, I've been still on my lunch break. I've kind of been getting my Power Moons in Mario Odyssey. <laughs> but um, my main game that I've been playing um, is Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom, <clears throat> which is a uh, new JRPG. It just came out uh, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It, it is so fun. I am really enjoying it. Um, the first Nino Kuni was a ps3 exclusive i believe um and it was done in partnership with studio ghibli oh so the totoro people correct yep yeah. spirited away princess mononoke mm-hmm. howl's moving castle all those so there was a really cool design element um and they had animated like cutscenes in between that the studio had done mm. um and it, that was just like a really fun game. It was really classic jrpg with some really old school elements but um the animation was really cute so for people who don't know necessarily, mm-hmm. like me, what makes it a classic J? And that's a Japanese role-playing game, right? Correct. Okay, that's the J part. There were there are just certain elements as far as the way that the the levels are sort of set up, where you have like dungeon levels, and then you have like an overworld that's like little chibi versions of you, you know, like walking, um, and uh, so it it was just a. a some of the core mechanics of the game were more old school, except like just updated as far as like style. Mm-hmm. I think um, yeah, kind of like how Persona it, it looks new, but it plays old school yeah. RPG. Yeah, or similar to like South Park, the, those games, which are really kind of old school RPG, At like our Western turn, RPGs. Turn based, they're not hack and slash. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So the first, the first Nino Kuni game, um, it was sort of had like a Pokemon type of element to it, where you would. When you would fight creatures, you could capture them and then turn them into your familiar, mm. and then level them up, and you know they would and they would fight alongside of you in your battles. This new one, which takes place several hundred years after the first one, Jeez. so the <laughs> so story they are connected. <laughs> they're connected in basically world only. There's okay. not really any story crossover. There's no like characters that cross over. Mm. Um, N- Nier was like that. It, like it was like five thousand years later or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, you'll go to this kingdom that has the same name, but, like, the map is not the same, you know, because it's been, you know, generations later and things are a lot different. Um, This version does away with the familiar concept, but you get these things, they call them Higgledies, which are little, like, tiny spirit creatures that look like Pikmin. (laughs) So you get these, like, Higgledy heroes, which are, like, a little bigger ones, and then they summon smaller Higgledies to, like, help them. And depending how many you have of, like, which kind of color, like, which element they are, like, they have different abilities. And Uh so if if the Higgledies of the same color are kind of all together, like, different parts of your battles, you you can have, like, four different ones at the same time. Like, you go to the white ones that are all, like, grouped into the circle, and they have, like, a little circle thing that goes up and you hit x and then they'll like turn into a cannon and like start attacking your enemies for you so they help you in your battle so instead of the pokemon little influence it's more like a pikmin influence for this one okay weird <laughs> yeah but it's it's totally fun it's really cool the higgledy is actually really cute they, uh-huh. you know they talk like little kids like higgle wiggle like that kind of stuff uh-huh. and they only talk in higgle language um, did studio ghibli do um Anything special on their side for this other than no, the cutscenes? So and, they didn't release a movie for and, this or anything. And actually, Studio Ghibli had nothing, or Ghibli, I'm not really sure, I'm had, not either. had nothing to do with this <laughs> sequel beyond the fact that the 
it's in the same art style as this first game. Oh. So there's no like animated cutscenes in the way that the first one had, but it's definitely still feels like it's that same world. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's just, it, it's really fun. The, the core story is, well, first of all, you play <laughs> as the president of, of, version of the united states like the seal says union it doesn't actually say usa <laughs> this it, it starts off where you're driving you know you're like an older white guy with like you know salt and pepper hair and you're driving like over a bridge into a city that looks like new york city it looks like you're crossing the brooklyn bridge and you see this missile head towards the city and there's this like big nuclear explosion and then he finds himself the president roland <laughs> finds himself then transported into this like fantasy world where there's this boy king evan who's like half cat <laughs> oh, yeah and um he his father just died who is the king of this kingdom and there's a coup going on where there's this um rat evil like rat creature that's taking over the kingdom basically and you know he's basically trying to kill this like young child king okay so you as the the this like sort of younger version of the president now that's like come into this world from a version of our world mm. Uh, now decides that he's like going to help him and helps him escape and um, and then he, this boy king then decides after he gets basically kicked out of his kingdom to start his own kingdom in a new region. So then you the rest of the game you play as the little boy King Evan is the main character and Roland is sort of like his advisor, which actually works. It sounds weird to like play as a version of the president. Yeah. But especially it, if it was like our president. You're right. <laughs> he's just a generic president, but, okay. but he, um, how do you defeat him? You grab him by the pussy. Right. <laughs> oh. He's, he's older, you know, he's older and wiser. So it's sort of like a mentor relationship of somebody who's actually ruled a land before with this kid who's kind of learning to, to, rule a kingdom mm. for the first time yeah um and of course the kid is very like earnest and wants to help everybody and so there's lots of quests and all these other things the main story then is you try to go to all these other kingdoms and unite them all with a treaty so it's sort of like okay. a political thing to it you it's a it's a kingdom builder so once you actually get to your kingdom you know you like you know have your coffers that like grow money and right. things and you get resources and you build the buildings and, <laughs> and that's how you like upgrade your equipment and your weapons and your armory and all that kind of stuff. Why do you think they had to start it off with New York city being destroyed? That, um, cause everyone wants to destroy New York city. Well, going back to the, it's a big target. Yeah. It's like Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That so far has not been addressed yet again in the story. Oh, okay. But the first game, had a similar element where you were a kid, like a boy, in a version of our Earth that gets transported to this world again. So I think it's just sort of continuing this sort of stranger in a new land type of thing. Yeah. Like the audience surrogate, you know, like, what is this place? Do you think the game would have been any better if this middle-aged guy was the hero? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no. you're saying the first game, an Earth boy gets pulled in. Yeah. But in this one, it's an older... It's not supposed to be the same guy because there's no. years separating it. Correct. But then the well, older guy gets made into a, a, you know, NPG, basically. He's still in your party. NPC. Yeah. So he's not an NPC because you can't actually still play as him. Oh, you can. But the main character, like when you're in a town and, you know, normally you have like... You have six different people in your party that you can like choose through. You can have three at a time, like during battle. And um, the... The president is, you know, so you can, like, play as him, like, in battle. And you can switch back and forth between the characters. Mm -hmm. What does the president do as attacks? He has swords. Oh. <laughs> Not fireworks? Not fireworks! That's what I thought, no. It's like magic. Pew, pew, pew! But, but it's, you know, it's funny because the president, as, like, somebody in our world that's used to our technology, in this world that's, like, magic... And one of the kingdoms is actually, like, a technology company that's become its own kingdom. Huh. It's called Leafbook. <laughs> so, like, you know, you can go and, like, check your Leafbook feed and, like, see pictures and stuff of, like, enemies and stuff. And then people have comments. And it's, like, all the people that you meet who then join your kingdom and are, like, commenting on this, like, Leafbook. Oh, my God. But the Leafbook kingdom is also sort of steampunky, too. So it's hmm. still, it's not just a straight, like, tech kingdom. It's definitely, like, a fantasy version of a tech kingdom. And so he sort of has this, like, outsider view where he comments on like how the heck are they like getting this to work you know and like commenting about the magic coming from this <laughs> other you know our world basically so That's it does funny. actually add some humor to it all right 
Aww. But yeah, I'm really enjoying it. The Kingdom Builder part is kind of addictive. And, you know, I've played maybe like 30 hours so far and there's a lot left to go. <laughs> so when you say Kingdom Builder, do you also get to decide how they use their resources and make crops and things yes. like that? Like Yes, although... Economic you... maintain, maintenance. Correct, exactly. But um, you can't really choose like where the things are. There's basically like... A blank space and then if you click there and build that spot up then that's the farm like each you know you can't it's not like minecraft or where you can like just completely build it from scratch i'm sorry nobody knows what minecraft is about. <laughs> they just like it i've been asking believe me <laughs> what is this about what does that matter yeah it's such a millennial game uh, it's for the kids yeah it i is. guess it is the cheering <laughs> Uh, I am still playing uh, Assassin's Creed, mm -hmm. and I don't have much new to report other than I've really been working on finishing the side quests before continuing on with the main story. I've already uh -huh. killed the main bad guy. Uh -huh. You go after him, and he's got the apple. Yes, and he's at the top of the pyramid. So there's one guy that's what I mean. But what I mean is there's a chart you can check out, like a flow chart of who's the top dog, who's beneath him, who's beneath him. But when you're playing the game, you start at the bottom and you kill your way up. Mm -hmm. I've already killed the top guy. So I have somebody below him that yeah. I probably was supposed to kill first, but one I was... <laughs> no, you still get to him. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Um, one of the side quests I did was a um, like a free-for-all kind of arena where you just have to stay alive for five oh, rounds. Oh, yeah. That's kind of tough. It's Well, here's the thing. My main sword is a thing called the Fang. Uh -huh. It's a sickle sword uh -huh. that instantly leaves behind a poison gas when you kill someone. Oh, so yeah. it doesn't really affect you that much. Uh -huh. But if you stay, if you kill bodies around you, uh -huh. they start giving off this purple and poison start gas, poisoning your enemies around right. you. Oh, and sometimes it finishes cool. them up. And if they get too close, they actually start like throwing up and stuff like that. So then they're like incapacitated, so you can attack them while they're like barfing. Exactly. I've <laughs> never, I've never seen a game like this where it actually has people doing bodily functions. Like you can assassinate guys while they're taking a piss. <laughs> yeah, That's true. You, did you do that? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like ah, oh, and and if you go up to a ship. There's somebody that's like taking a piss right off the <laughs> off the port side, and right. you can be underneath him and reach up and kill him. But it's like, are you not getting? Can you see on? his dick? No. no, but you can see the urine stream. Looks healthy. And I'm right in the dick. <laughs> right. So that was one of the ones where I was like, God, all I have to do is just stay in here and kill people and, and animals. Um, I remember I commented one time that I was like, I don't want to have to kill elephants. There's uh, No, it's fine now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll kill them. They're pretty. They're pretty... I, but I don't hack and slash. I shoot. I've got a great bow and arrow set that I just <laughs> nice. shoot them in the balls. Right. <laughs> in the eye. Yeah. You get a lot of points if you shoot them in their balls area. <laughs> Or try to aim for their asshole. <laughs> yeah. But as fun as that is to work my way through, and I'm actually now I'm at this point where I'm just playing so I can get to the dead stuff. Uh -huh, play, uh -huh. you know. Yeah. Um, I downloaded the demo for uh, Detroit Become Human. Which so was fun. Which the game itself was supposed to come out like months ago, uh -huh. but has been pushed back like twice uh -huh. at least. That's fine because they're probably gonna make it better. But, well, okay, but what's the release date is next month, right? right? I think so. I've already I've already pre-ordered it. Here's the scary thing. We can I don't know how to really talk about this because I don't know how it works and I'm reluctant to try it out. There has it has a function where it will work with your Alexa, with your Google Alexa. Oh, oh no. that sounds scary. I know. And so I was talking with my boyfriend about it. He's like, because we have one. He got it as a gift, and uh, he's we just haven't set it up yet. He's mm -hmm. like, oh, should we set it up so you can play with it? I'm like. No, Alexa listens to your conversations. And then he said, well, do you know how long the iPhone's been doing that? So now I'm just all freaked out about technology, period. Mm. They were listening. They're listening. And the PlayStation and the Xbox? Yeah. Especially the Xbox. Well, if they're listening, they should put more... We should get credit on our podcast. Listen to that. Right? They're like, bitch, please. Yeah. <laughs> we already know what you're going to talk about before you talk about it. Okay. This game is... I've already played just the demo three times uh -huh. because at the end, when you get to a resolution, you can look <clears throat> at a tree mm -hmm. of all the choices that you've made and you can see how many other choices you can pick. Mm. Just of the demo, there are five different endings. Oh, wow. Right? There, there's actually like six. Like you can look down, there's five. 
but if you like move the camera down, you can see that one branch ends way earlier than the... Oh. Yeah. So, Steven, you played the demo, too. Yeah. I played it with a friend, and we both took turns on it, so we did it a total of three times also. Um, but, yeah. It was... Did you get all the endings? No. Because for some reason, like, he played almost the same way I did. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not the point of the game. Right. You're supposed to play... I was like, I guess we're just good people. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I always saved the girl. Okay. Of the three endings, I always did. I know there's got to be an ending. I did the... one where we just, like, we were assholes. We were like... Like tell the be blunt. Like tell them like. That well, the scenario is you're you're walking in cold to a hostage situation, and in fact, it's the same situation that's shown in the trailers. Uh-huh. So it's even what happens in the game isn't necessarily spoilery so far because yeah. it doesn't reveal anything about the plot. And this is supposed to be the first level of the game, right? Oh, they don't. Or do, no, yeah, okay. they don't. Okay. No, they don't really reveal much other than how people view androids. And so you walk in on a hostage situation with an android that's gone. A little, you don't know if he's gone haywire, if it's his programming, or again, this is about becoming human and developing emotions. Uh-huh. He, you can recru- reconstruct the crime scene to figure out what was going on. Um, kind of like very, Batman, exactly, style. very much like that. And you can look at the body, and there's a timeline that you can develop. That as you watch it, there are certain points on the timeline that if you stop there, um, like the triangle will show up. Uh-huh. On the you know on your controller and you press down on the triangle, and it will display um, an item that the person dropped. That's if the camera is in view of that item. Right, you have mm. to you can move around the the scene and you have to be at a certain angle to be able to see. So, um, the father of the this little girl who's held held hostage was um, de- shot mm-hmm. and or killed, mm-hmm. and the first cop to show up was also. Uh, killed and he dropped a gun so you have an option of picking up which I didn't do the first time you have an option of picking up the gun from under the table Um, or if you look at the father's crime scene area you can see that he actually was ordering another android and Hmm. yeah and and then you go through like the little girl's like iPad and you find out that the android's name is Daniel and although if you go so you can also get dinged for taking too long at the crime scene yeah and can cost lives. You can cost lives if you take too long. Um, so I went straight out without looking very much at the crime scene. And mm-hmm. he'll say that his name is Daniel. Yeah, eventually. we did that, the last one. Yeah. So it's interesting to play. It's got high, at least the demo, had high replayability, which is great for this game. Mm-hmm. How it translates to how the game will actually work. Like, will you be able to go back and play a difference? Will you have to save it? And then go and look at the crime scene and then get a particular outcome. If you're not happy with that outcome, can you go back to your save uh-huh. and either choose a different one or, you know. So it sounds to me not so much like gameplay, but just this sort of multiple ending story path to be sort of similar to like Heavy Rain. It's the same creators. Yes. And in fact, if you get a certain copy of it, you can get a digital copy of Heavy Rain. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So. I've already. I don't know if what I've already ordered has that. <laughs> I did. We we talked about Heavy Rain in the past. Yeah, we've talked about the game. That before. game was as much as I loved the mechanics of it. The actual resolution of the mystery was a huge disappointment. Mm. So I don't know if I would play it again, even if I had the chance. Right. <laughs> did you ever do the DLCs for it? No. No. There was one where you did um, all the, the reporter, and she goes to, like a murder mystery house, Ooh. and like you kind of try to set, solve the murder, but then you run into the murderer. Oh. <laughs> that's a part of the game too isn't it it's like a dlc part oh um and like the the murderer is doing like this like taxidermy thing to all his victims yeah yeah um that's i like i said i enjoyed it i mean uh, this was back when i before i knew what gaming what games really did and so i spent a lot of time like in the shower at the beginning yeah i was like what's what i can fucking up on orange juice <laughs> all this stuff you don't really need to do Jason. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, so I'm really, really, really looking forward to it, and I Good. hope that they don't put it off. And you know, let's see if I'm open to Alexa listening to <laughs> us having sex. If that means that the game will be interesting, I don't know how it. Usually, if a demo comes out, then they're they're pretty much done. Oh, good. Yeah, oh, the, okay. the yeah I, I doubt the last thing to do. 
I doubt it'll be. I doubt it'll go push back any farther beyond yeah. what it has. And it's too soon to be pushed back. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, and I'll tell you, the nicest surprise is that the the android is hot. Good. It's mm-hmm. cute. I did. I did one ending where we just went right to the the part where you're facing off against the other android, mm-hmm. and we were just like be an asshole. And then at one point, there's a helicopter that comes by, and you can tell it's like, go away. And we're like, no, no, you stay there. No. <laughs> yeah. And then, then he jumped off with the girl. And we're like, oh, sorry. Oh, he did? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we didn't say that. And then the editor just like turns around and walks away like nothing happened. He's mm-hmm. like, okay, bye. Wow. <laughs> I did one where um, I successfully got him to, the my very first one that I played, I successfully got him to surrender and give up the girl. Oh, um, nice. The second one... Uh, I sacrificed myself because uh, I hadn't found the gun that was under the table. I sacrificed myself. I pushed him over and uh, and pushed her. Um, I ended back up with that building. one twice. Where and then he shoots you. Um, no, he didn't shoot me. We like we both dived off the building and we saved the girl. See, I didn't do that one either. <laughs> but in mine, he shot me as I turned around. To, to save the girl and he, and I as the, the oh. and, and then the android died but he's basically just bent over oh, on the on the rooftop so do you play as the android yes okay yeah, yeah. and there's different crime you you like I said you reconstruct different areas of mm-hmm. the apartment you do little things there's little things in there that make you human or seem human like there's a broken aquarium uh-huh. and you can decide whether or not to pick up a fish if you see the fish and put it back in the aqu- and save its life. Uh-huh. Or they were in the middle of cooking dinner and there's a pot on the stove and you can turn it off if you want. Mm. And all those officers are there and no one turned off the stove. And like this thing's like boiling. <laughs> and then there's a TV that has a newscast of what's going out on the rooftop that mm. you can watch for mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, so you already know what the scene looks like when you go out there. So we... It sounds like when the full game comes out a few months, mm-hmm. it looks like there's a few different like characters you can play as. So we're I think we're there's kind of like, assuming that there's like multiple androids. Like four different stories. Like once like oh. the negotiator robot, once a, a robot that is like a, a housekeeper robot, mm-hmm. and like the owner is like abusing the daughter. Mm. Oh, and then there's like one where it's like the, the revolutionary androids that are trying to like awaken the androids. Mm-hmm. Oh, see now that's what I thought this android was going to be was getting the getting the negotiator android to wake it up to you yeah. know to his mm. full potential or something like that, but nothing. I, swear, I saw a trailer where like this one android touched another one and then like his programming changed. Hmm. So like his like more like human emotions like awoke. All right. Well, we'll continue to talk about this as we go on. Um, Steven, I'm sure you have a, a, a just a plethora of games. Uh, I started playing uh, the new God of War. Ah. Oh my god, I've been wanting to play it so bad. Oh it my is... god of war. Oh my god of war. <laughs> Daddy of war. Ah. <laughs> uh, it's really good. Uh, I've only played it up to uh, after the first boss. Uh-huh. Uh, or second boss. We'll just get a little mid-boss fight. In mm-hmm. But it's cool because like, you, you play as Kratos and his wife uh, just passed and they're doing her funeral rituals and stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you meet the sun and the thing is like they have to take her ashes to the top of a mountain uh, but like the way to the mountain is like crazy through all these little different lands mm-hmm. um, so Kratos is like he doesn't think his son was ready for the journey mm-hmm. um, then you go out hunting with him and you do a little training and you kind of see him being kind of a dad but not sure how to be a dad mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but then, like, they get attacked, and then they have to, like, leave the house. Mm-hmm. But the it's really cool. The, the emotion of the Kratos and the boy are really well done. Mm. Yeah. Like, it totally feels like this guy's really trying too hard to be a dad. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm, maybe, no, I don't know. <laughs> oh. um, like, you can see it in his movements. Like, like the, the son did something good, and he was about to, like, pat his son on the back, but then he pulled away before he did it. Mm. So it's like, Aww. it's okay, Kratos, you can show emotion. Yeah. Uh, but the the graphics are amazing. The world is beautiful. That's what I've, what I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. And like the combat is, it's different. It's slower, but like, it's like, it hits harder and more real. Uh huh. Mm. Well, I saw, I'm so excited because I saw the, the axe. 
mm-hmm. that he throws when you hit the other button it comes back to you and so you can attack them like by throwing it and then it re-attack them by pulling it back yeah. to you <laughs> and you could upgrade that where it like it spins more so it does oh, yeah. more hits on its way like the lightsaber spin throw <laughs> yeah it's a lot like thor's hammer uh-huh so like you throw it and call it back and then you could upgrade it with more like ice attacks uh-huh i think you get different uh, elemental powers later on but i'm not there yet mm-hmm. so a recap of the, like the first god of war batch of games those were all dealing with like greek mythology the, the olympian zeus blah 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 blah. yeah so this one takes place in is it asgard or but i know it's like nordic mythology but they, do they even say i think we're in midgard uh-huh like um but they we go into the other different lands they said there's like the not the nine the nine realms. The nine realms of the tree. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. The tree is in there somewhere. Got it. Um, and then I know, like, you fight against, like, Thor and Oda at some point. Mm-hmm. But not there yet. Uh, one of the first bosses is you fight this guy called the Stranger, mm-hmm. who looks like a, like, just like a regular dude, but he's covered all these tattoos. Mm-hmm. And then when we start fighting him, you notice that he has, like, super strength and speed and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, out to kill you because you killed someone else or something. Mm. <laughs> but the battle is really epic. Like, it's, like, all over the place. Wow. Like, they punch each other and they go flying for, like, a mile. Uh-huh. <laughs> the game, from what I've seen, does it look and play a little bit like Horizon Zero Dawn? I never played that game. You never did? Did you ever watch anybody play? Uh, it does follow the camera behind him. Uh-huh. And it's all one continuous thing. Nothing cuts away or anything. So mm-hmm. it's just... From behind uh, Kratos' head. Mm. It's pretty cool. Uh, it definitely feels a lot more real. So one of, one of the big elements that the original series sort of turned into something that you see in like every other game was the quick time event. Have, has that been part of this version at all? Not really. Um, mm. I think they're kind of there, but it's not as But like, not to the extent. Yeah. It's Got probably it. like, it's just built into the whole like, and a combo with like a quick time thing. Oh, okay. Um, but it's not a big like press X and right. circle and X and they don't do that. Yeah. yeah, and then left and then right and yeah. then R two and then <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but he also has like a, a retractable shield that uh-huh. he has in his other hand, and you can use that to like bash people with or mm-hmm. like just mid uh, stop attacks with it. Mm-hmm. It's it, pretty cool. Any sex mini games yet? No, I don't think they have any of those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's a dad now. Uh. He's a dad of war. Daddy of war. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got your, your son who is kind of in training, but he has a bow and arrow. Uh-huh. And um, I just got to the part where you could you fight a blacksmith. Mm-hmm. And you could upgrade your armor, so you could change your armor. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could upgrade the boy's armor, and then you could change his stats, cool. too. So you could kind of customize it to how you like to play. Mm-hmm. No, I've heard it sort of compared to The Last of Us a little bit. Story-wise, yeah. Is it? Yeah. And then I think just the fact that, like, if you're getting overwhelmed, like you, in you know, it's Ellie in The Last of Us, and then this, it's your son that can kind of like help you out, or like you know, yeah, he attack dist- an enemy to you know, you can distract. You get you have a button for just uh, have him shoot arrows, mm. and you kind of like aim where the boy's gonna shoot to. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. So you nice. can kind of like make like the boy shoot someone's head, and then mm-hmm. you can throw the axe also. <laughs> so nice. There's one point where you have to like you fight this like witch thing. And it keeps disappearing every time you attack him. But if the boy attacks, because she doesn't focus on him, like he'll be in place Got while it. you come in and you attack. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So it's like a surprise attack. Yeah. Nice. So it's it's really cool. I'm excited to see the story. Uh, I wish I had more time to play it, but this was a crazy week. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have more to come on that, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'll probably be there the next time we record. <laughs> <laughs> and and what else is going on? Um, so Marvel Future Fight, uh, the app that I play. Uh-huh had a huge update for Infinity War. Mm. But it's also their three-year anniversary. Uh-huh. So if you start playing now, it's a good time to start playing because every day you get these crazy bonuses. Mm-hmm. Like, some of them are like, you get a free character, but you get a free, like, maxed out character. Oh, nice. Wow. And then, like, today there's, like, a, a thing where you could tier two them, so, like, they get, like, an advanced move and stuff. There's a thing that we got today that, like, you could just pick any character and tier two them with the, the move. Oh, cool. So mm. it was, like... Holy crap! Because I just like tier two uh, Thor today. So are there? Or is it mostly like alternate, alternate costumes? Yeah. For so the... in this game, the costumes changes your stats and your moves. Mm. Mm. So um, today I got Captain America also. Mm-hmm. So he now he has the, the two little shields mm-hmm. and the dirty suit. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but his attacks are like more like spiky, like spear, like dashes attacks. 
They're really cool. Nice. Spider-Man is really cool in it. And the game kind of spoiled it for me. For me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, what's those things on Spider-Man's armor? <laughs> God damn it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good. Uh, it's a good time to start now because there's like all the stuff they added in. They uh-huh. reworked like the whole like main menu. Oh, cool. So everything looks different and there's like all these things to do now. There's a whole little cinematic mode. We could play parts of like Infinity War. Oh, cool. Which I like sit. I stayed away from it till like after the movie, but yeah. I still haven't went back and played it. Nice. But it's it's good. Like like I heard people like don't play that if you haven't seen the movie yet. Okay, cool. <laughs> and don't listen to this podcast if you haven't seen the movie yet. Exactly. Starting now. Right. <laughs> right. We Beep. there's yeah there's just we were going to think about maybe doing a spoiler free episode, but there's no, there's no way. point in talking about the movie if we can't actually talk about the movie. So we're gonna spoil the shit out of it. You've been warned. You've been warned. What else is there to say? And go. <laughs> Everyone dies. Now, oh, no, no only half Just of them half. do. Thanos right. did it. <laughs> he did the thing. Yeah, right? right? It's very rare that we see a, a movie where the villain succeeds. Yeah. But again, they did a great job of at least giving <clears throat> a decent explanation for why he was doing what he was doing. Mm-hmm. I never cared about the cosmic characters in, in Marvel Comics. At yeah. all. It made more sense in the whole, like, I did it for death because I love her. Yes. No. And I, I'll disagree because she doesn't look hot. <laughs> in the, You know what I mean? Like, the character of death. She sometimes looks hot. No. She's got a great body, great knockers, but her face is like a skeleton. Yeah, that's sometimes. Why, that's she, why has, like, she has both a human face and a skeleton. Yeah. Oh, I see. That's why I'm glad that they didn't do that. Yeah. And I gave him, like, an actual, like, reason for it. Well, I mean, and it's a it's something that people can really relate to whether they realize it or not. Mm-hmm. Resources are going to get scarce on this planet if yeah. we keep adding uh, more people to it. There already are. <laughs> well, yeah. right. Yeah. But people don't want to... I think people know this subconsciously, mm-hmm. but can't process, you know how it really is going to affect them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I loved that that was his motivation. And then he demonstrated it saying, on my planet, here on Titan, you know, and with the <clears throat> um, reality stone, when he gets it, he, you know, he can, he can create pictures. Mm-hmm. Not alternate realities, but just... The illusion. The illusion mm-hmm. of what the planet looked like. About, right. what, three, quarter, three quarters of the way through the film, he did this with Tony Stark. Right. On Titan. And he explains to him, he's like, I stepped forward. I stepped up to the plate and gave everybody a choice. Either you're going to run out of resources or we have to kill half of everyone. Mm-hmm. And they chose to run out of resources. And then it was a shell of a planet. But on those planets like Gamora's, where he killed half of the people on the planet. It's a paradise now. Yeah. He said, no children have to go to bed hungry like you did. You know, mm-hmm. so it's a harsh way to a, sim- a sympathetic villain is always going to elevate your comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Always. Yes. I was surprised by the um, by the appearance of the Red Skull. Oh my well, God. OK, let's let's start from the beginning. We got uh, it. We got it. Let's do a little structure here. First of all, the, the opening scene is in basically picks up right where Thor Ragnarok left off. Yeah. In the ship full of Asgardians, which. Okay, so here's here's where I where I want to talk about it because I, I was a little confused and I've talked to certain people about it because I was I it actually started how I expected it to because in the previews we saw him with the blue stone mm-hmm. and so we and then you see like images of Loki like with the tesseract and yeah. you're like okay well that has to happen early on so the one thing that I had predicted was that it was going to be Valkyrie and Korg and Heimdall and Loki all die because he's coming for the blue stone but they didn't show valkyrie they didn't show korg that i saw unless you guys saw something that i didn't so the only thing and it seemed like he basically killed everybody but then thor says at one point he killed half of my people oh i'm thinking like half of like escape on a escape well or something yeah and that's what i wanted to ask you if you guys noticed it because now i want to go back and watch it yeah, they didn't another, show it but they just talked about it well another friend of mine said that at the beginning it looked like they had blown the ship into two parts hmm. and so there was like one sort of intact half and then the like kind of part that he blew up then that thought you know oh i thought the whole thing blew up so yeah <laughs> so so next so if you guys see it again like 
check it out because I'm not sure. I might have to like read up some spoilers or something. But that was a part that I was kind of confused about because I was like, God, I hope like they didn't just get rid of Valkyrie without even like showing it, you know. So I'm hoping she's still around. I think she might show up for the next one. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think anything like that. I totally forgot about those characters. Yeah. I didn't think that Valkyrie would be going with him anyway. Well, but she was with that ship. She was. At the mm. end of Thor. Because Asgard was destroyed. Right. I don't remember. They did a really good job of not having to recap every single movie if you yes. hadn't seen them. Yes. Um, they gave you enough backstory in the moment to help you along. Well, like to remind you that Gamora was Thanos' daughter. Right. And Nebula as well. Right. Um, which I thought those scenes between the three of them were played pretty damn well. Yeah. Because it showed a level of emotion that we hadn't seen between them before. Especially with the sisters trying to rebuild their relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? And the fact that her sister still betrayed... Nebula still betrayed her without even meaning to. Right. Because she recorded her. Yeah. You know? With Um, her robot eyes. Yes. (laughs) I didn't know that that was uh, that girl from... uh, Doctor Doctor Who. Who. I didn't know that until... Yeah, as we were watching it, Ryan was like, that's Amy Pond. I was like, that's one of the Ponds? I had no idea. <laughs> she, she does well in that role. Yeah. Um, and and now that at the, again, to go back to the end, uh, that now it's just Tony Stark and Nebula mm-hmm. hanging out. That'll be an interesting... In, in that group of characters. Right, the ones that were on... Which included the Guardians, of, most of the Guardians Mo- of the Galaxy right. and... And just Doctor how, Strange and Peter Parker. Right. And how how long they must have been planning this because Mantis played such an important part in in their, you know, going after Thanos yeah. in a physical manner that uh-huh. if Guardians of the Galaxy 1 hadn't been a success, they would never have made a Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, uh-huh. which introduced Mantis. Yeah. You know, it's like all of the dominoes had to fall just right yeah. for this movie to, to be the way it was. They know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's... We have been living in decades of comic book movies at this point. I mean, we're going back to, like, Superman from 1979. Of, yeah. like, big budget, like, you know, real comic book movies. And so many of them have been origin stories and keep going back to the beginning, keep going back to the beginning, and... They've, they've done them as movies, and then ev- after every few iterations, they'll reboot it again. Mm. And so, I think we've sort of maybe talked on this podcast before, but it's sort of like they never get to the good stuff, because they always keep rehashing the origins. Right. And this movie felt like a movie version of a comic book crossover, for real, because number one, there was a cliffhanger, which almost all comic books always ended a cliffhanger yeah especially the crossovers too. right right and it it felt like we're getting to the good stuff finally and as opposed to just introducing characters over and over relentlessly well and you could really take <clears throat> your time they weren't rushing to an ending it did yeah. not feel like a two and a half hour movie right and i'm actually looking forward to going back and seeing it again yes you know to really and and josh brolin the 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 capture yeah that's the one of the best motion capture yeah. performances i've seen mm-hmm the CGI on him was amazing. Yeah. The skin yeah. texture looks. Yeah. I mean, even though he's purple, it looks like skin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I loved uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision's relationship. This yeah. movie really was a lot about relationships, which I think is where maybe DC goes wrong a little bit. Mm-hmm. They don't have a good handle on relationships with their people. Yeah. They yeah. they seem to shy away from it. So you had Iron Man and Pepper Potts a little mm-hmm. bit at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Where they're talking about maybe he wants to have a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His relationship with Peter Parker, where he feels yeah. responsible for him. Uh-huh. And they do, even though they make a joke in there about, you know, is he your ward? No, he's not my ward. Uh-huh. He really <laughs> is Tony's responsibility, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then between the Vision and Wanda. And I thought Cap and Bucky. Cap and Bucky, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they were so happy when they saw each other. Right, Bruce Banner and and um, Tony. huh? And Tony. That a little bit, but but did you see Scarlett Johansson's face? The Scarlett. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Right, right, right. Black Widow. Black Widow. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a second, that's not her name. Um, <laughs> yeah, they don't. I wonder if they're going to explain in the next Captain America movie where he was, what she was doing. I know she's supposed to get her own movie, but. Is this like her being the blonde Black Widow? I don't 
think so. I think I think that is that just. Gonna, that's, I think that's gonna be her villain in, in her movie. Mm. Yeah, I, I I hope so. It should be, but I think that the, her blonde look is just. I don't want to color my hair this time. No, well, she's just undercover. I think yeah, I think just all the like outlaw Avengers just had kind of like a different look to just symbolize that they're not who they were. You Super know, they're fucking. not a hero. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like um, a dirty fucking costume. Right. And Rose. a beard and long hair. <laughs> well, that was fine. He was still sexy. Because <laughs> he's Nomad now. Is that what? Nomad is his other name. Is that from about. the comics? Yeah. Oh. But he was like, fuck being Captain America. And mm-hmm. He had like a cape. Yeah. And then like. Purple and yellow outfit. And then right? like in the first issue, he tripped over his cape. He's like, okay, no no more capes. <laughs> <laughs> now there's, there's a moment when. Well, there's two moments. First is when Doctor Strange does this like weird thing and he like looks into the future to see all the different versions of what happens and how if they if there's any possibility of right. defeat of actually winning. And so he says, you know, he looked through like 14 million possible futures and they won in one of them. Mm-hmm. And then later on, after it seems like shit is going down and like they've lost, he says to Tony, he's like, it's the only way. Which sort of points out that, you know, maybe what's happening is still part of the only plan to win. Mm -hmm. So that kind of was like the one glimmer of hope in a pretty bleak ending. Well, look what happened at the very end. He fried his glove. Yeah. Snapping his fingers at Mm -hmm. the very end. So what does that mean? Does that mean that... It means Peter Dinklage doesn't know how to make a glove. (laughs) (laughs) Or he put that in on purpose. That was a very surprising cameo. Peter Dinklage as a a a giant giant. dwarf. (laughs) But that scene, I was like, this scene is basically only so that we can see Thor's biceps. (laughs) To open the... My turn. To open the forge with your arms. It was pretty... Thor was Amazing. awesome throughout the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see any good butt shots this time around, though. Not like the Monel butt shot that you showed us. Oh yeah, that was nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you know this is the, still the opening weekend. Uh huh. Um, so we all probably went to really excited like audiences full of nerds. Was there a mm. moment that you remember in your showing that was like got the biggest audience reaction? Thor coming back. Yeah. Was huge. Yes. When, when they showed Peter Dinklage for the first time, everyone was like, yeah. ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, as you mentioned before, the Red Skull moment, there was a lot of, oh! Yeah. Yeah. He's the keeper. The He's not really a keeper, but he's like a host for people that come trying to get the soul gem. Yeah, I think he somehow lost his soul trying mm. to get the gems for himself. Mm. And it was like, his punishment was to be... They're watching other people get it, never to get it himself. Mm-hmm. He's like, now I look like Skeletor. Huh? Or try to get it. Because <clears throat> nobody ever did. Now, one more bit about that moment. So, Hugo Weaving, who played the Red Skull in the Captain America, the first Avenger, mm-hmm. pretty much like said afterwards that he never wanted to do it again. Like, I think he hated it. But do you, did you know who did the role in this one? Uh, some dude from The Walking Dead? Yes. Ross Marquand, I think his name is. He's the guy that plays the gay one in The Walking Dead that's, like, really well-known for his impressions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you can watch videos of him on, like, The Tonight Show and stuff, doing all these, like, crazy... And he's, like, spot-on impressions. So he actually did the voice, and it was all... It was pretty close. It was close enough that it was, like... It's that's not Hugo Weaving, is yeah. it? <clears throat> I was all I like, I thought it not. was him. Until yeah, I was but like, yeah, I didn't not. question it for a second. Yeah. So that was, that was mm. kind of cool, I thought. Yeah. That's stupid. Why would Hugo Weaving just decide not to do anything like that anymore? Yeah. It's very short-sighted. Well, they had to cut off his nose. and. <laughs> but of, of everything, I mean, I, I, I predicted the beginning and I predicted the end, but of everything that I felt like to me was the biggest surprise that I just had no idea was everything about how they got the Soul Stone. Involving mm. the Red Skull and Gamora and... That he would have to sacrifice something he loved. Because yes. this whole time you believe that he, how, he doesn't really love his daughters. Right. But he really does. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he doesn't he love lo- Nebula that he much. He loves just the one daughter. He yeah. loves Gamora. Who he sees as his heir, basically. Yeah. And she did kind of fit in right with him. She's just strutting along and yeah. walking and, you know. But I thought for her, that was a nice bit of acting too. Like she, mm-hmm. she did a really nice performance mm-hmm. as that. As Gamora this time. Oh, the part that got me was when Peter was turning into Ash. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was like, yeah. oh, no. Yeah. Was there something weird about the collector's performance? 
Because it was an well, because it wasn't real. Well, yeah, no, no, but I mean, I don't remember him being quite so. You know, like when he's waving goodbye, it was almost like he was it, like he was Pennywise the clown, you know, waving. Well, because well, I think that was Thanos. Oh, Thanos' okay. illusion of I don't think it was actually. He's probably dead or off somewhere else. Yeah. Well, I didn't see Howard the Duck. Well, he was off or somewhere Cosmo. else. Howard was in Guardians Two somewhere else. Oh yeah, that's right. I yeah. he was at a that. bar somewhere. Now, Vision and, and Scarlet Witch mm-hmm. are is the for one thing, her powers are never really well explained. It's right. like what can't she do? What right. does she do? Does she have probability <clears throat> or does she just mm-hmm. have gravitational or yeah. her powers are very And then the Rooster Brothers poorly. said something that she's actually practicing magic. It's just she's really bad at it. <laughs> mm. hmm. Well, her her powers were given to her from the Mind Stone. So it made sense that her powers would be the ones to try to destroy the Mind Stone. Um, that was really the only thing. But yeah, I mean, even in the comics, like the Scarlet Witch's powers have never been specifically defined. She's it's probability always, powers. He's fast and she's means. weird. <laughs> um, okay, can I tell you my favorite moment that I was just like, yes! Okay. And it wasn't, it, it wasn't a big, like critical moment to the plot but it was just a visual thing that like you just never expect that you're going to see on screen but when dr strange did his like shiva arm and all of a sudden oh, he had yes. these like 10 arms and then split into like multiple copies yeah like, like the Naruto thing that's just such a like crazy visual thing that you would exactly see in one of those old dr strange comics you know mm-hmm. just some totally bonkers thing happening and it just like was such a cool visual they did so good with it in the way that it was filmed i was like I just thought it was so cool. He's he's wonderful. I loved... I mean, I don't cry at superhero movies, but I cried at Doctor Strange. So... Oh, yeah. I, I really can relate to that character just without all the, you know, mysticism, of yeah, course. But yeah. When she says that on the balcony, it's not about you, Stephen. I was just like, ah, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I don't... Was that overly spoilery? Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then the whole after credit scene. Yes. I was very disappointed by that. I was surprised. That I know. Fury... I was hoping they would show more than that. Well, we really, I mean, they have a funny one right afterwards, usually. Yeah. And then they've got the very final one. So, yes, it stands to reason that they wouldn't have a funny one. Um, they wouldn't have a funny one. Uh, after the big right after event. right exactly right after they killed Black Panther and Spider Man and everyone's right. like no and after Thanos is sitting there and he has achieved Nirvana you know like, now I'm going on break yeah right what's ha- he gonna do now have you seen some of these memes though of like people passing out in this movie because they were like so traumatized go online just search for it it's ridiculous because but of all the characters funny. that died I think people were just so distraught there was like. I, I, somebody posted an image of some person getting like wheeled out on a stretcher that they like passed out at the end of I'm like okay it was good but it wasn't that right. much of a thing there's what a the, funny meme right now with like the rock in his car it's like me for 30 minutes after seeing Infinity War <laughs> <laughs> okay so the next movie on the Marvel slate is Ant-Man versus the Wasp or yes. Ant-Man and the Wasp yes which supposedly takes place before Infinity War uh-huh. which I think is how they're and they did mention like that they're off doing something they did name check them for a split second Him well Hawkeye yeah, and, and, and Hawkeye. Hawkeye. So I I didn't catch where Hawkeye was. They said it with the Batman thing. Said, yeah, it was like said, the same. Uh, him and Clint were all, are in protection because of their yeah. families. Right. Well, didn't wasn't that a thing that they used to do? Is they kind of like the Adam and Green Arrow? Did did uh, Ant Man and Hawkeye do a thing where he rode the air an arrow that happened going in, in Civil in Civil War? It did. Okay. Yep. yep. Hmm. Um, they probably won't repeat that for the movie. Probably not. Yeah. And then the following movie. Next, I think, February is Captain Marvel, which was the teaser in the post-credits scene, right. which is supposed to take place in the 90s, hmm. So, which will also, of course, is be Is that why he used War. a pager? Yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> a weird-looking pager yeah. thing? Um, I just saw pictures of her in her seafoam green outfit uh-huh. with Nick Fury, Yeah, and like he had both his eyes. And hmm. Agent Phil Coulson is going to be also be in it, Yeah, as well as Jude Law as Marvell. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so of, of course, like, you know, it's like, well, there are two and, more movies um, before the next Avengers. How are they going to like, you know, address it? So is it, they don't have to until the next Avengers. Cause it sounds like they're both. Before. Yeah. Isn't uh, Monica Rambeau going to be in it too? Hope so. Ooh. I don't know that that's official. Oh yeah. They, they cast a character that looks kind of exactly like her. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. Mm-hmm. 
So, before we move on, uh-huh. do you guys have any predictions for the next movie? Okay, so... <laughs> I have two different ones. I think everyone that died is inside the Soul Stone. Okay. okay. They're in Soul World. Okay. Because that's a whole other dimension. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's in the, oh. the thing. Yeah. Um, and then they just need to be things back. Mm-hmm. Uh, my other one is, like, because of the production photos are going off part four right now, mm-hmm. they're back in time. Mm-hmm. And now, and then there's also a character that's cast as um, the daughter of Ant Man, but in her teens. Oh, so she's a uh, stature. Ca- Cassie. Yeah, so mm. Cassie. So I'm thinking they they might bring in the Young Avengers from the future. Hmm. Oh, interesting. So we might get a Wiccan and whole thing. Yeah. Hmm. And some gay loving. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that's the only thing missing from the Marvel universe is the gays. Yeah, pretty much. I don't have any predictions. I just so was enjoying the ride and mm-hmm. want to go back to see it. I we saw it in 3D and I I enjoyed the 3D on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I need to go see it in IMAX. Yeah, because it was all filmed in IMAX. Was it really? Oh, wow. mm-hmm. oh fuck! I'm gonna go spend that spend that money. Spend that thirty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm you know I'm looking forward to seeing Captain Marvel. De- definitely yeah. looking forward to seeing Ant Man and Wasp. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. <laughs> well, my, my prediction with Hawkeye is that his family will have disappeared from the snap. Oh. And that that's how he will come back as Nomad, which is a, like a darker version of Hawkeye. Oh, you mean like Ronan? Ronan, sorry, yes. Oh, interesting. He was like the <clears throat> dark assassin. Yeah. Oh. So I think that... There are pictures of him like in a trench coat and you can see his boots and the boots are like the Ronan boots. Hmm. So I'm like, ooh. And they've already filmed Avengers 4. Like, it's already done filming. Right. So they might do reshoots and stuff. But, um, so, yeah, I think he will come back that way. I think Ant-Man and the Wasp will be there after the events of their movie, mm-hmm. which may, I bet, like, there will be a post-credits or something that will catch it up to the, to Well, the yeah, snap. maybe, maybe, uh, what's his name disappears? Um, Pym? Yeah, yeah. Hank Pym. Because there's a picture of, like, Captain America and uh, Iron Man from the first adventure movie, mm-hmm. but Ant Man standing with them. So they go back to mm-hmm. the, the the original like war in New York, mm-hmm. but with Ant Man, and they all have these weird things on their wrists, like time oh. thingies. So I'm like, what the fuck? Where did you see this? I'm on. Spoilers. Stop looking online. <laughs> Can't you just enjoy things when they come out? But yeah, it I... just shows up along with like Captain Marvel photos that just sounds today. <laughs> but I agree with you. I think that they will reverse the snap of course i feel like there's mm-hmm. no way around that because i mean black panther made a 1.3 billion dollars yeah, or something right. i think everyone before the snap is yeah. dead dead yes i agree except there's one and i'm going to get to it in a sec the 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 one thing that i'm kind of questioning is whether they will have shuri or okoye fill the role as black panther in avengers 4 mm. It's, it, I mean, Shuri has done it in the past, mm-hmm. in the comics, but I think it would make more sense for Okoye to do it. Yeah, she'd be so good. But I also think that Shuri will figure out how to reboot the Vision without the stone. Shuri's already halfway there. Yeah. Yeah. So those are those are some of my little predictions for the next movie, because I think there's some characters that might come back in different ways. And the, la- the last one I was going to say, like you said with the Soul Stone... I think that that's maybe the only way that they could bring Gamora back. Yeah, because in the comics, part of her soul was already in the Soul Stone, uh-huh. and they're kind of trying to like merge them together yeah. to become one again. So I don't know if she'll necessarily be in Avengers Four, but they've already teased Adam Warlock for Guardians Three. Mm-hmm. So and and Adam Warlock has always been connected to the Soul Stone. So I think maybe somehow there could be a connection there with Adam Warlock helping to like. Maybe somehow they get the Soul Stone and, yeah. you know, some maybe some connection there. And they said that uh, Part 3 is going to be less focused on Star-Lord, too. Oh, okay. So there's going to be more of everything else. Nice. Maybe, now that um, Fox... Star-Lord's fucked it up. Yes. <laughs> yes. But it made sense. Um, maybe, now that Fox is, you know, selling Marvel characters back to uh, Disney, maybe we'll see another return of Quicksilver. Yeah. Um, and eventually the Fantastic Folks. I think one of the movies that's coming yeah. out is, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, the, the Doom movie, doing the Doctor Doom movie. Who? Fox was? Marvel. Oh. That's like on their list of things to do is a, a Doom movie. I don't think that was a f- 
officially confirmed, but I heard rumors of that too. Mm. Um, Which would be cool if they do it right, because he's a really good villain, but they never do it right in the movie. No. But I do think, and it, and it will still depend what happens with the actual approval of the Fox-Disney merger. Mm-hmm. I feel like they will, they could use this cosmic power to align worlds or universes somehow, or yeah. somehow connect the X-Men and the Fantastic Four <gasps> into, oh, I have and a, Deadpool, of course. I have a fun little theory, too. That when people are in the soul world, it's kind of will double as secret wars. Hmm. Because then they'll have the whole battle and like, oh, look, the X-Men are already in there. They just need to be brought back. Interesting. And then hmm. you have your black symbiote. They won't do that because the Venom movie's already on its own. Which, uh, have you guys seen the trailer for that? Ugh. It looks awful. But Venom actually looks cool. Yeah, for the second. Yeah. I hope that's just the beginning of the movie. Everything else looks so fucking boring. Yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah. (laughs) Like, nobody cares about Venom just, like, being scared. People want to see Venom and Spider-Man beat the shit out of each other. I love the guy that's playing... But it's supposed to be, like, Venom and Carnage and, like, all the other symbiotes. I love the guy that's playing the main villain. The businessman. Oh, Riz Ahmed. Yeah. He's cute. Mm -hmm. He doesn't look like a villain, though. He just looks like a douchebag. Doesn't matter. (laughs) He looks all right to me. <laughs> all right, so we've spoiled the shit out of it for y'all, for all y'all, and we'll probably be talking about it for weeks <laughs> as more thoughts come up. You but know. if you couldn't tell, we liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your favorite Black Order character? Hmm. Oh boy, I think I liked that old man that was making all the pronouncements. Oh, Ebony Ma. Is that what his name is? Yeah. I don't know any of the. I still I don't liked, know the names of any I liked, of them. Proxima Midnight because of the battle that was like the lady battle uh-huh. with Scarlet Witch, Okoye, Black Widow, and her. And it the was like just battle. girl power, you know? Yeah. So I, I really, I was into and that. she looked cool too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was Carrie Coon? I don't know. Who's but it, it sounds like they mixed Proxima Midnight and Supergiant together. Because there was supposed to be another female one, but they, their outfits look like they're merged together. Oh, oh. Where, where did these people appear first? The comics, the Black Order. I don't remember that at all. Well, I'm not a Marvel they were, fan. So. They were they were never part of the like old Infinity War stuff. They were added, I want to say, in like uh, 2010 ish. Yeah, like the, in the Hickman ish kind of noish. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah, but I really Ebony Maw. I guess mm-hmm. that's his name. Mm-hmm. I really, really. All, yeah, Ebony Maw, Obsidian, Cole Obsidian, mm-hmm. Proxima Midnight, and Black Dwarf. Yeah. Black so Dwarf have, like, was he the giant? Yeah. Corvus Glaive is like. Prox, Proxima Midnight's husband. Oh. They're married. That's who Spear ones. Hmm. The one with the hood? Mm-hmm. I was surprised that he... Spoiler. Wasn't really dead when she said he was dead. Yeah, and like, when you fight him in the game, like the future fight, mm-hmm. he re- revives like every like five times or something. Mm-hmm. Oh. She really to fight. That's his thing? <laughs> coming back to your life? No. All right. Well, now comes that part of the show where we talk about what made us level up and i'm gonna just stick with the theme and say um during the avengers we saw a trailer for ant-man and the wasp Mm -hmm. and also a trailer for um deadpool 2 Mm -hmm. which just made me laugh so much there's a guy that i guess when they're calling for a super team Uh uh-huh like on uh, craigslist yeah whatever (laughs) some normal guy comes and he's like oh no i don't have any superpowers and they're, I just saw the you're yard. in. <laughs> yeah. And so at the end of the trailer where they show him parachuting in with it, I just, I laugh my ass off. Oh my off. gosh. There was a thing about him because that character has his own Twitter now. <laughs> uh, it's like Peter W. And, oh, uh, funny. <laughs> and like, uh, there's a rumor going around that it's like Peter something from uh, the comics mm-hmm. where he ends up with like a crazy amount of powers. <laughs> Is that right? Like he ends up being super powerful or something, but I wonder if they're going to be like the same Peter. Oh, they kind of have to be, right? Yeah, he has like these like glowy claw energy things. And, um, I, forget, I forget his name, but uh, I'll try to find him and post it online. It's, yeah. it's really funny. I'm excited for um, uh, Domino. Yes. Yeah. I like the super gay Shatterstar. Yes, that'll be fun too. Mm-hmm. Shatterstar. Now, is the black guy supposed to be um, Bishop? No. no. Uh, Bedlam? Yeah. That's what his name is, but... So he's an actual character. Yeah. Oh, I don't know anything about him. And there's him. someone called Exploud. Where he just, like, like pukes out acid. <laughs> <laughs> Stop crying, Mark. <laughs> I'm not crying, I'm laughing. 
Anyway, so that's what made me level up is that just that scene coming back all the time. Just I'm so looking forward to it. Yeah. You know, there 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 needs to be more room for rated R. And that's next month, I think. So we'll yeah. have an episode on Deadpool yeah. not too long for now. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Stephen, what made you level up? Anime. In general, pretty much, but three three of them right now that okay. are just like uh, the anime for Batman Ninja came out and I saw it and it was really cool. It was really fun. So it's it's Batman, but he got taken to medieval Japan. Okay. With all the villains. So they oh. all became like shoguns and stuff. It's really fun. Does he wear a cape? Yes. Oh. And, but he has like uh, his little samurai armor because hmm. all his gear doesn't work in medieval Japan. <laughs> okay. It's pretty fun. No GPS back then. No. <laughs> and, um... I just finished episode four of Persona 5, the anime. Oh. Oh, my God. They did a whole boss already, like the first boss. Mm -hmm. Like, they did it all. It's so well done. Does he become a giant penis? Not that. No, like the actual boss with the big tongue and the chalice. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Who wears the giant I thought he had a big penis, or does he have that, that was like a mid-boss. Oh. <clears throat> Get your penis bosses in Sorry. order, Mark. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, but it was really well done, and then like there's a teaser for like the next, uh, where you get to meet Fox, the the artist. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yes, <laughs> he's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, Ryan finally came across the gay boys last night. Oh, the two couple in the street mm -hmm. <laughs> that are hitting on Ryu or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, Ryuku, uh, Ryuji. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, the blonde guy. It's so funny because yeah. they show up like randomly, like later on, you're at the beach and they're at the beach. <laughs> they're like, oh, hi, boys. <laughs> right. Uh, oh my gosh. And my favorite new one is this one created by the Hello Kitty people. Okay. Um, I think it's, I don't sure how to say it, but it's like a Gretzko. Or Gretzko. Uh -huh. um, and it's a little red panda that works in an office. <laughs> but when she gets really like uh, stressed out, she goes to like karaoke on her own and she does death metal. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so witty. It's like if you worked in an office, it's like you'll get the humor. Yeah, Cute. of course. And they're short. Yeah, they're 15 minutes each. There's only 10 episodes. Oh, cute. Cool. Yeah, it's on Netflix in English. Nice. This is the one where the English dub is better than the Japanese subtitles. Because mm. of the, the singing and everything. Mm -hmm. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. You got to check it out. All right. Well, what made me level up is Janelle Monae's <laughs> album came out. Oh, so I, I had mentioned like when her single came What's back. That? Maybe a couple months. <laughs> So, Shut your mouth. <laughs> but what really made me level up and what I wanted to mention to our queer listeners is she, along with the album, which is kind of a concept album, you know, like the whole like story that kind of flows through a lot of the songs just bleed one to the, to the other. She's released a 48 minute video on YouTube um, called Dirty Computer. That's like a, a story. It's got a narrative thing and it like weaves all the different music videos together. Hmm. And the story is she is you know, like a person, but they call her like a computer that's dirty, you know, and she just came out recent, uh, this past week. And, uh, there's a feature on her in Rolling Stone where she's basically come out as pansexual. Mm. And so the story is, and you'll see in a lot of the, the actual music videos that she's kind of got this romance with Tessa Thompson going on as, <laughs> as this persona. Oh. I'm hoping, persona. I'm <laughs> hoping that Janelle Monet and Tessa Thompson are in a relationship in real life, but of course they won't say for sure the if Valkyrie? they are. Yes. Okay. Yes. Valkyrie from... We didn't have her in Infinity War, so we got her in, right. in Dirty Computer. Mm. But um, the whole story is, you know, they're basically trying to like reprogram this computer who's got, you know, all these like dirty thoughts and stuff. And, um, you know, they've already reprogrammed Tessa Thompson. And so it's it's a, it's a little bit like Handmaid's Tale, but like a little like just future weirdness. And, uh, is it anything um, like Westworld? Yeah, so respect. exactly. So like they're looking through like oh there's these like texts that are like plugged into her brain and they like see, you know, the music video of like her and, and this like romance that's happening and then they like keep just deleting her memories after they like walk, you know, go through these videos and stuff. So it's, you know, kind of talking about this like, you know, queer conversion therapy type of thing and it's just uh it's it's a little dark, but um you know, her videos are fucking insane. She's giving Gaga a run for her money as far as these costumes and stuff. Like, there mm. are some weird shit that she's wearing. Nice. It's like Afrofuturism at its best. It's just... I mean, I love the music on this, the album. Um, and if you're interested in seeing a bit of piece of queer cinema, check it out on YouTube. It's on YouTube. You should post it on the like, Game On page. Yeah. I'd love that. I'd sit yeah. there and watch it. Going back to um, Guardians... Or... Uh, 
Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. You know how else we were missing from the movie? Uh, Lady Seth, we, she's still myth- missing. It's true. And she was not on Asgard in Ragnarok. No. She's still out there doing her own thing. She's got blind spot. Where she's got tattoos. Where did she go? I don't know. My theory is that she's off doing the Beta Ray Bill storyline. That would be cool, actually. But it's, it's in all honesty, it's because the character is the lead of a TV show and couldn't film. Oh, the actress. Yes. What, what show is she on? Blind Spot. Is that the one with the girl that has all the tattoos? All the tattoos, yes. Oh. Is she the one with the girl with the, the, yeah, the tattoos? Yeah, she's the girl with the tattoos. <laughs> the girl with... The girl with all of the all tattoos. All the tattoos, <laughs> yes. All right. Well, that was quite a bit. Sorry if you didn't get to, If you didn't get to listen to the episode, what are you doing listening right now? <laughs> we don't usually like to do spoilers, but again, that was the only way we could we actually talk to. about the movie. I we had spoilers. <laughs> I mean, this isn't Ant-Man that we're talking about here. Right. This is a big fucking deal. Right. This so. is the epic comic crossover we've been waiting decades for. Yeah. If you haven't seen the movie by Monday, what are you doing? Yes. <laughs> what kind of a nerd are you? Um, come on, DC. Catch up. I know. They're not oh, learning their lessons. This is like the biggest middle finger to DC. Totally. <laughs> Look at you and your cute little Justice League. I know. No, no relationships whatsoever unless somebody's sitting on Wonder Woman's lasso. No, right. The only relationship is like... Lois and Clark, who no one cares about. Yeah. yeah. They don't... Well, anyway. All right. Let's not end on a negative <laughs> note. Yes! <laughs> Let's, Let's just think about Henry Cavill and, and his mustache. <laughs> Wearing his very tight, tight sweatpants. Mm. Have you seen the, the Venom memes of the Venom face with Henry Cavill's lower <laughs> mouth? <laughs> no. No. That would be great. Um, I just keep saying, like... That venom looks like he has a dick in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, to have that venom tongue. All right, well, on that note. Full of comic-y goodness, but yeah, until next time. That's right. (laughs) Game game on. on.